Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Strictly B-Ball podcast. Today, we got a special topic in honor of this week's fight between LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart, which happened yesterday when we were recording this. Nolan and I are each going to be giving our top five most recent and current NBA fights and beefs. So Nolan, I'm going to let you start at number five. Who do you have? Okay, number five actually includes LeBron James. I'm curious to see if you're going to have this person on your top five or not. But I got LeBron James and Ennis Cantor. LeBron James and Ennis Cantor. I do not Cantor. have that on my list. Okay. okay, so they got into a scuffle in 2017. Uh, I believe he was talking to Frank Nitakina, and they got into a big fight, and then not into a big fight, but they were going back and forth with words, okay, got all yep. in each other's face. And then afterwards, Ennis said, I don't care who, he said this, and it wasn't a tweet, he said this, I don't care who you are, what do you call yourself, king, queen, princess, whatever you are, we're going to fight, nobody out there is going to punk us. LeBron kind of laughed it off, he said this was corny, and then I think he posted on Instagram and he said, hashtag, his like my favorite playground, and he was talking about playing at Madison Square Garden, kind of, okay. it was coming yeah, out I the Knicks altogether. Remember this, yeah, he's kind of coming yeah. out like the Knicks altogether, but it was just kind of like a tweet maybe directed at what he was saying. Okay. And then after this, it was about two weeks after this, the Cavs played off against the Heat, uh, November 28th, 2017, and LeBron got his first career ejection ever. Ennis Cantor tweeted out, King of Cleveland, hashtag his favorite playground. And he, the King of Cleveland, meaning okay, the ref yeah. that ejected him, he said he was the King of Cleveland. Oh, okay. Hashtag his favorite playground, mocking, I don't mocking really the Instagram this, post that he yeah. did. And then hashtag strive for greatness, kind of mocking the, the the hashtags that he seems to always yeah. do, you know. Enos Cantor is not afraid of no. anybody. No, and he's kind of like a, he's, I, he, I don't know if he took this specifically um, personal, but he seems like a big kind of troll in the yeah. NBA where he'll get, he's not afraid to get. He's kind of like Joel Embiid, but yeah. just like on a lesser scale. Yes. And then recently, Cantor tweeted criticizing his ties to Nike, saying money over morals for the king and that he needs to educate himself when, when talking about like slave labor. Okay. Um, and like, that was just like a big bash at him. We don't need to get in that. But yeah. with that, there's obviously, you know, LeBron's not gonna like that. And he just said he, he's a guy that he won't give his energy to. The two have kind of been going back and forth. Um, I think Cantor kind of made it personal or took it personally yeah. with that as of now but before that it was just kind of like back and forth kind of like banter it, it seems stuff. like Cantor kind of cares about that one a little bit more than yes. LeBron obviously LeBron is a after, much bigger after, I guarantee you after Cantor tweeted that though LeBron definitely took that personally I, I mean the Celtics, yeah. the Celtics wanted to win the game the Lakers lost LeBron but, takes things personally but yeah. I still feel like Cantor probably takes that one a little more seriously yes. that's an interesting one to start us off yeah it is um, I did not have that on my list okay. but my number five is close to home for us Carl Anthony Towns and not Joel Embiid, Cat and Jimmy Butler. Oh my God. I think this one is stronger right now. Um, obviously the, the <laughs> Jimmy Butler situation where he pretty much forced his way out of Minnesota because he didn't like the players he was with, right. specifically Wiggins and Cat. Right. Um, he blew up at a practice. Obviously the story is told that he uh, beat the starters with the third stringers without scoring a bucket. But that kind of like fizzled out, I feel like for a while, but then this uh, last May, like one of the last games of the year, um, they got into like a verbal fight. I don't know if you remember that, but it was it wasn't like a physical fight, but like you could tell the beef was definitely still there. Um, I think they like kind of got the quotes where like Jimmy said Cat was soft. I think he said he's soft as baby shit. Um, was the quote they like got from him like reading the lips oh. and then Kat responded by you have to remember this one like Kat responded by telling Jimmy to go call Rachel Nichols yeah that's funny that's a, that's a, that's a I think that's a great that's response because what happened is like the, the rumors of like them hooking up in the bubble right and then um 
after that blow up at the Timberwolves practice, oh, he called up Rachel Nichols to do a one-on-one -on -one interview so he could tell that story. So yeah, oh. Kat, that's kind of, I think, where it really started. Like the Timberwolves players like, wow, you just planned this and then called up Rachel Nichols to do the one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. But that beef is definitely still there. So that's my number five. Definitely still there. Okay, number four for me is Giannis and Harden. Okay. This is beef. This is not a specific fight. We're, we're on the trend of beef right now. This, it basically started in 2019 when Giannis won MVP over Harden. Yep. Um, he won, Harden won MVP in 2018, obviously. It's it's up for debate. Like Harden could have easily won that year. Yep. Another tremendous Giannis year scoring out of him. It, I think Giannis deserved it. I definitely think he deserved it as well. And then Harden basically was kind of butthurt over that. There wasn't anything too crazy that came out of, out of that. But then in 2020, Giannis said he wanted to pick Kemba Walker and Trey Young over James Harden oh, yeah, for the All Star, All -Star game. Yep. During the All Star draft, which is a terrible <laughs> pick, awful pick. And then they kind of made a joke about it, like you don't want to pick uh, the passer or the dribbler. I think they said the dribbler. And then he said, yep. I want somebody that's gonna pass me the ball definitely just seemed like a joke i don't didn't think Giannis win also mvp that year too i think he did in chicago yeah he did he, yeah so he, i mean he made the right pick he won, i guess he, he did make the guy that would pass yeah I, I guess he did make the right pick and then he also said offensively we were just trying to find this is talking about the all-star game if i'm not mistaken he said offensively we were just trying to find whoever james harden was guarding that's who <laughs> that's who we thought we'd have the opportunity to score on coming as defense which we can like harden doesn't have the it, it's it's me it's like media talk that Harden has bad yeah. defense it's not it's not the he's worst improved perimeter. he's he improved he doesn't bad. have the worst yeah. perimeter defense and then Harden went on to say something he went on to say uh I wish I could just be seven feet and run yep, and just that's, dunk that's the famous like quote. that takes no skill at all I've got to actually learn how to play basketball and have skill you know I'll I'll take that any day and then Giannis goes on to win the NBA finals and then Giannis goes on to win the NBA finals he kind of proved. I mean, he definitely was more so physically dominant in the interior, but he, he, he made his free fifty points. He in made a his closeout free throws. game, taking fadeaways, and not to mention he is picking up his three-point shot, his shot altogether. It's, it's way a lot smoother, more silky jumper. Oh yeah, and then yeah, he kind of he went on an Instagram live, and someone asked him who's the hardest person you've ever guarded, and it kind of seemed like a joke. Yeah, he said Harden. It definitely seemed like a joke. I think Harden is taking it personal, but Giannis is definitely the joking type. Yeah, that's I my take on that one. I think all of those Giannis quotes are humor and the hardened ones are like him actually being salty about yeah. the beef. Definitely. So I think Giannis is the winner of that one. I think Giannis is 100%. the winner of that one Especially if Giannis um, is the one with the ring. Giannis is the one with yep. that with two MVPs. I think Giannis kind of said that the beef isn't real, but I think it's still real for Harden. It's real for that's Harden. A good, that's a good one. I didn't have that one. Um, my number four is Kwame Brown versus a very long list of people. This one came out, I think it was like over the summer maybe, but Kwame Brown versus Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes, Gilbert Arenas, and Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith versus Kwame Brown has yeah. to be my favorite yeah. out of all those guys. <laughs> that sure. one was fun. It was it was really Kwame Brown like going back and forth with Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes because they were like joking about Kwame Brown in their podcast. But the best ones definitely, I mean, we all remember the classic Stephen A. Smith, Kwame Brown rant where he said he's a bona fide scrub. Yes, hilarious. And it took Kwame Brown like 20 years to get back at him. But now, like in the summer, he was like quota saying that he's ready to fight Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's a very fun thing to imagine. A Stephen A. Smith versus Kwame Brown oh fight. God. I mean, we get a lot of celebrity fights. Uh, Darren Williams is fighting Frank Gore coming I up. So uh, maybe we Frank should get Gorse. that one as yeah. like an undercard to like a Jake Paul fight or something. But that is my number four. Kwame Brown is just the best guy to, to start beef. And, 
I don't think anybody knew because he was just silent for like 20 or 10 years and right. now he's just going at everybody that has ever offended him. So that's probably my favorite, but I have it at number four. Okay. Number three for me is Scott Foster and CP3. CP3 has Great publicly one. called him out before. Um, he used to be zero and 12 in playoff games when he was officiating. This is before the um, 2021 playoffs and yeah. now he is three and 12 if I'm not mistaken, but it's a he terrible record. three straight with Scott Foster? I might have been, it might have been like two. I'm okay. not I'm not 100% sure, but they didn't win the NBA championship. Obviously, his officiating didn't cause them to lose yeah. the championship, but terrible record with him. I think he's gone on to say things like he's been extremely rude and doesn't like his officiating style. And I just think it's absolutely hilarious how Chris Paul is beefing with an NBA ref. That was like one of the best, like, facts going into the playoffs yeah like that record like i remember when the first time scott foster got mashed up with the Suns. i think game. he lost i think he lost he that lost game. the first one i think yeah and, and then, then he won 13 and then he won it was either two or three yeah with scott foster officiating so that one is probably the most unique one a ref versus a player i really like that one that's why i put it on towns is kind rare. of developing one with one of the refs i think it's like ed maloney or something Cat has just been horrible with that with that ref recently but oh, i smart. like that beef i didn't have that one either so we got oh, def nice. definitely different lists um, I'll move on to number three. This one is again not a fight, and it's also a player versus someone else. It's Ben Simmons versus Daryl Morey, the best standoff in the league right now. I think it's. I mean, it's pretty much Ben Simmons versus the entire Sixers organization. Yeah. But this beef is going to be the. It's just the worst combo because Ben Simmons is super stubborn about not playing for the Sixers. Yeah, whether you agree or not, but. It makes it even worse that Daryl Morey is the most stubborn GM in the league. He never wants to lose a trade, so he's not going to trade him for anything. I mean, we've seen the... They're, they're awful. The the value yeah, they think Ben Simmons has is just... Oh my gosh, it's And it's going to keep going down until he ends up playing, but he's not going to play for the Sixers. No, so I don't think this is going to be resolved for a very long time. I would agree. And I even saw recently that Daryl Morey made a, a list of like all of the any of the players that he would actually want, and it was only like 30 players long. And like the 30th best best player in the NBA is like a player that might be better than like CJ McCollum or something. Like right. there's he only wants star players for Ben Simmons. So that's insane. It's not gonna happen. And this is just the most incredible standoff between a player and a president of basketball operations. Mm -hmm. It's a disaster. But yeah, that's my number three. I'm kind of torn with one and two. I don't actually have one. I don't have it like numbered off where it's just like, ah, I'm just kind of going off my gut here, but I'm going to go number two. Oh, I got to go with the Jokic family versus the Morris brothers. I have to. Yep. Okay. So giving some context of the situation, I'm assuming we all know, but Morris took a, a cheap shot at Jokic yep. and then he was, and then Jokic responded with even a harder hit, kind of like elbowed the crap out of him. And then they started arguing. Mind you, Jokic has always been like a very kind of, He's not afraid to get in your face. He's yeah. not afraid to get aggressive with he you. He loses his cool verbally. too for second. He like, does for moments, and then he goes back to his more chill self. But yes. he loses it. He, he, loses he definitely it sure. loses it. Loses it. And then Morris's brother. It was it was Marcus because he did this to Markeith. Yep. So Marcus Morris tweeted out, "Waited till bro turned his back." Noted with like a little emoji, or whatever. And then the Jokic brothers responded with, "You should leave." The Jokic this. brothers are hilarious. They're hilarious. You should leave this the way it is instead of publicly threatening our brother. Exclamation point. They're pissed. They are pissed. Your brother made a dirty play first. If you want to make a step further, be sure we will be waiting for you, Jokic brothers. 
And then I have a tweet from Eric Goodman that says, a reliable NBA source told me the Jokic brothers bought tickets today and are expected to be at the Nuggets Heat game in Miami on November 29th, which is November in November 29th. I cannot wait for that. I and can't I, either. The other thing I love about this is that it's not even Mark Heath and Jokic. Nikola Jokic. Yeah, they, have they it's even the said anything? Br- no, I don't think they have. It's just been the brothers of each. So funny. So it, they're funny. just defending it. So November 29th, and that's... That's, that's the same in- day when um the the Pistons play the yeah I was gonna say Pit, um is it really that same day I think that's what you said I think you said November Pistons, 29th Lakers. is the same I'm looking it up right now that will be November 28th okay. so back to back nights we get okay. to see um I guess that leads into my number two yours is Jokic and my number two is LeBron versus oh. Isaiah Stewart uh, it happened yesterday we haven't seen the suspensions yet I'm really intrigued to see. But this was just the I, I I didn't see it live, but when I saw the replay of this, yeah. I was in shock. I like, was too. This was the most angry I've seen a player in a long time. Like my favorite part of this one, and as an entertainment level, is the fact that Isaiah Stewart is gushing blood. Yeah, that just adds to it. If it if he wasn't gushing blood, it would it would bring the entertainment level a little bit down. Yeah, <laughs> he's just screaming like he's just insane. But then after going insane, he convinces everyone around him that he has just all of a sudden calmed completely down and then just pretends he's completely calm and just books it one more time. He's literally like, I saw someone make the comparison to like Derrick Henry, like running over defenders. Like he was literally running people over. I know he was. Going through tackles to try to get LeBron. And And LeBron was so unfazed by it all too. Oh, I know. And the fact that it's LeBron James, the face of the NBA. Isaiah Stewart is developing a pretty strong track record already in his second year in the league as one of the biggest hotheads in the NBA. And I think it's it'll be fun to watch. I look too, the the YouTube video I think had nearly four million views. That's yeah, a that's, lot. That is a lot right away. There is a lot of people, there's a lot of attention on it right now, and it's obviously not the best life. I can't wait. Shining. I cannot wait for that next game. Yeah, that's and my Yoke. that's my number one. I just like like you mentioned, I just I just can't believe it. It was like if I feel like it was 20 people that tried to hold him oh, back. Yeah. And then he shoved probably at least five to ten people like on the ground. Oh my gosh, it was insane. Cade was kind of there the whole time trying to calm him down, but nothing was working. Dwayne Casey, the coach, was there. I don't know exactly. Obviously, the assistants and players were trying to hold him back, but that's my that was my number one. I was just such in shock. We haven't seen we haven't seen something like that in so long. There's some about Detroit. That game is in Detroit. Obviously, Detroit. there was the malice in the palace. Right. There's something about Detroit that, that brings it out of the yep. the most hot headed players. Yep. Um. But yeah, that's we we had we had the same one and two. My number one was the Jokic brothers. I just love the Jokic brothers. The videos of them screaming. I mean, they've done it before. They're big guys too. Oh yeah. They're like I. I it's, think like Yo- like, it's like Jokic, but not an NBA player. Yeah, it's like a strong big too. dude, yeah. But more physical, they're more more fit than than Jokic. But they're I not. I wouldn't as say tall. fit. They're. I mean, they love. They're more. Mu- they're they more muscular. Okay, more yeah. muscle. Yeah. Jokic is pretty. Yeah, he's pretty got. He's got more fit now. Yeah. yeah, true. But yeah, that one is so funny. I think the Jokic brothers are just the funniest characters. Um, and I cannot wait for that back to back days. Yes. We're gonna get to see these beefs. Maybe something else happens. Stewart and LeBron and Jokic brothers and too bad Marcus Morris won't be in attendance for that game because he'll probably have a game but Jokic brothers just run on the court nah I'm joking I mean you never know what happens but yeah that's I think we got some good lists we had some we had some different takes but um, a lot of good NBA beefs right now already early in the season Mm -hmm, so 
That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, tell us what you think about these lists. We'll see you guys next time.